The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Like, why is lemon juice made with artificial flavor and dishwashing liquid made with real lemons? This is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. What's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to this evening. And so, uh, uh, email us <laughs> <laughs> while you're sitting at home listening to us. We yeah. won't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, have you checked our website yet? www.thealterlife.com What are you waiting for? Do it now, but don't turn off the radio. <laughs> because then you would miss the rest of our show and the whole reason we're on is so that people will listen with your auditory <laughs> organs you can listen <laughs> to us but uh we're, we're excited to be here tonight we're thankful to the lord to have an opportunity once again to spin awesome tunes like the ones we're going to be playing this evening and uh to talk from god's word about a topic that um, impacts every single soul in the whole wide world and um we're just excited to be here. We're going to be talking about darkness and light and how we can be free from that weight of darkness that we are sometimes bogged down by. And uh, freedom is not freedom. just a game that we used to play when we were little kids. <laughs> it is real. It's life, living a life um, of freedom. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Freedom from sin and uh, freedom from the... The chains and the, the the draw that the world has, and uh, we got some great music for you tonight. We're gonna be featuring some uh, Petra actually coming up next. And stay tuned later in the hour. We have Reliant K, the classic crime. Uh, next up, this is a song about the dual nature, um, the evil and the good that lives inside of us every single day that we fight. And um, this song is called Jekyll and Hyde. You're listening to The Altered Life with Brent and Jeff. Brilliant! We have uh, a lot of verses that we're going to be sharing with you tonight. First off, we want to talk about what is this pull, the darkness that is uh, just out there. And it's just a Christian word that we use, darkness, darkness. that um, just kind of ah, describes... Ah, ah, <laughs> It describes a lot of different things. It describes sin. It describes rebellion. It just it, it describes ignorance. It, it, throughout the, the scriptures, you see, you know, they walked in darkness and the futility of their mind. The Gentiles walked in darkness and people that did not know God. But there's also, as Christians, there's this this enticement. Uh, I don't know, if that's a word, but the darkness that there's still kind of that battle going on. You heard that song before, Jekyll and Hyde, um, and we're going to be talking about that tonight and how we can kind of just shed that we can kind of allow that to be ineffective in our life that pull that desire when you turn off a light in a room and you're sitting there in complete darkness um in in college people who are taking a shower you know people come in and they like turn off the light in the bathroom close the door and you're in complete like in a bathroom there's no windows and there's no natural light so you're like complete darkness and you're like you can't even see you can't see nothing um, even wait. after a while, when your eyes get used to being in the dark, you still can't see anything because there's <laughs> just no dark. There's no light at all. And um, it starts to feel really, like, creepy, you know, because you just can't see anything. And it starts to feel really oppressive and really, I can just, I just have had that that feeling before. I don't know if you've felt that before, of just the, yeah. the weight of the fact that it just, it's dark. <laughs> and um, that's the way our soul can get. Yeah, we have this... Uh this one thing that just keeps prodding and pulling at us and, and pretty soon it's just to the point where 
you can't resist and that's what the world is that's what the enemy loves to do like we were talking about it you know during that last break that um the darkness is subtle it's not like darkness <laughs> and everybody's running for the hills it's not like in all the movies that you see when like the big dark cloud comes and you know independence day when the the big alien ship blocks out the sun and everybody's like Whoa! and they're running away yeah yeah there's a tip that was bad but with the darkness that we deal with a lot of times it's kind of subtle it's sneaky it's kind of like ooh it actually can also appear as light. Oh yes, and, it can. Um, and it's it's that enticing where it's like whoa, and then all of a sudden you realize your soul is like in darkness, and you might not realize it for a while. Yeah, that's how subtle it can. And be. the thing with darkness is that it's not like oh my gosh, what are you doing? You're in darkness. It's like this. It's just kind of like anything that's not open. Any we talked about that before a couple of weeks ago on our show, you know about being open, being laid bare. Anything that is not clear anything that's kind of you know there's a gray area that that's darkness that's uh, us not allowing god in and um, that can happen in the blink of an eye you don't even realize it so uh we're gonna keep rolling with this topic it's uh it, it hits home to all of us because there's not a single person out there that has christ that does not still have that um, fleshly nature pulling it down and trying to get it to to sin and uh, the next song we have is a song by Disciple. Rocks. Yeah, this oh, is a great, a great song. song. This song is called After the World. Here's Disciple. Thanks a lot for listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Empty, Building 429 with Michael Tate. And uh, to continue on with our discussion about this weight of darkness that... Um, of that sin and, and just this other world, this world we can't see, that spiritual, just how it pulls our hearts and pulls us down. Um, in Proverbs, there's a couple of chapters in Proverbs that are just all about the young man who's uh, who's finding his destruction in, um, in things that are pulling and tugging on his soul and bringing him down. And one of those things could be, there's a lot of things that could draw to take you down to the ground, um, but one of these things is uh, sometimes it's a bad relationship or an adulterous relationship or some relationship with a with a woman that's uh, or a man that's not good. And um, there's a verse in here that that kind of describes the end of that. And uh, you, see, you know, he he immediately went after her as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, until an arrow struck his liver. As a bird hastens to the snare, he did he did not know it would cost his life, and um, doesn't sound like he's kidding in in that <laughs> yeah. chapter. Like he's not like, oh yeah, it's not that bad, you know. You and that's what we always tell ourselves when we're when we're doing stuff like that. We're like, well, you know, it could be worse, you know. It's it's not as bad as it as it looks or seems, is it? I'm and, not doing uh, what that person's doing. Yeah, we play they're the, really bad. We play the compare game. Yeah. You know, if you look hard the Pharisees. enough, you can compare yourself to, there's always someone out there that may look worse than you, um, but doesn't make doesn't mean you're in the right place. But ultimately, as I as I said earlier, the, you know, the, the enemy's out there like a roaring lion seeking whom he may eat yeah. and um, devour, it says. And um, this guy who's been, who's been chastised, um, by the sin, by the thing that's been bringing him down, the, his end is that it cost him his life. And um, even Jesus says that, where he says, you know, if you gain the whole world, what does that profit you if you lose your soul, if you lose the life that I'm offering you? And, um, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's some serious weight. That's a, that's a serious anchor. 
you know, this reminds me of the story of Samson. Like, uh, Samson could not be taken down by any man, period. And uh, <laughs> what happens? Period. A beautiful woman, lust, and it destroys his life. Yeah. And uh, You did not for, know what cost his life. Yeah, exactly. He had no idea when he's like, uh, tie my hair through the, the weave and all that garbage that he was spewing forth and all the lies that he was um, telling and, and just how, how much he disregarded God's anointing in his life. If you, um, if you use new ropes from Lowe's <laughs> to tie me up, I should be fun, I should. Yeah, if you get the, uh, never mind. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Comparative, comparable. <laughs> but, uh, I love how we make up words. <laughs> yeah. Rememberable. <laughs> the, um, the thing that I was thinking of is just how the, uh, t- the temptation of you know just lust and, and all those things how dark they are and, and we play with them if the enemy came as a roaring lion just like and you're like what and it's the thing about the roaring lion is that it's laying in wait and you see it constantly yeah. in scripture about snares and traps and how people you know they lie in wait for you know the enemy is smooth he disguises himself. He waits for the right time to strike. And he can disguise himself in the form of a beautiful woman. He can disguise himself in the form of a high-paying job. He can disguise himself in many different, you know, forms. Um, you know, not that it's like the enemy is that high-paying job. You know, that's not what I mean. But, like, as far as how he disguises his temptations um, to get us to compromise and to sin. And, uh, you know, that's one of the verses that that uh, stands out in scripture. It says that he, the, the enemy can disguise himself as an angel of light. Um, and we're talking about darkness. Like how can an angel of light bring in darkness? Well, it's because it's complete deception yeah. and uh, you could think you're totally fine because you're, you think you're like, Oh, I'm in the light, but guess what? Darkness all around because you, you've um, kept this back from the Lord, kept God from seeing into your life. And, um, in First John, we'll be talking about it later. It talks about how there's no darkness at all in God, so you got to get rid of it if you want God to be near. So anyway, uh, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. But it was, <laughs> I'm out of breath. You know, we're painting that picture of just that darkness that that can fall on your heart. And you know, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I, I have my faith in the Lord, and I walk through this world just like every other person. Um, that's alive and is walking through this world. And there's so much darkness around us, and it impacts me. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't have to fall prey because I'm a believer now to the sin in this world. But um, man, I'm, I can be free from it. And uh, and but but at the same time, it can it can wreak havoc on me throughout the week as things are being shoved in my head and through my eyes. And um, as I you know limp through things, sometimes. Um, that darkness can be pulling at me, that struggle that Paul talks about in Galatians between the flesh and the spirit, that struggle that we have, um, it can exist. And um, But the good news is that we're going to get to very soon. <laughs> this isn't a depressing story. It's a good story because we can be free from it. The Altar Life. That was Jumpstart Your Electric Heart by Kevin Max. And uh, we want to know what you want to hear, so email us at requests at thealterlife.com. And check out www.thealterlife.com. Why aren't you there yet? You can request a song. You can um, Radios check it out. Radios work when your computers are running. Yeah. <laughs> you can do both at the same time. <laughs> this isn't the olden times <laughs> when you had to, you know, unplug your phone to use the internet. Now everybody's got designated lines and all that garbage. 
the internet is evil. Anyway, uh, check out our website. <laughs> Extreme tangent. <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> tilt, tilt. <laughs> this old pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to pick up where Brent left off in Proverbs chapter 7 when he was talking about the costing their life and the encouragement, the exhortation that is made by Solomon. Um, it says, Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. So don't get confident. Don't think that you are fine or that you are exempt from something. And it also says, Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. And uh, that's what we play with and entice ourselves with on a daily basis. Why do we do it? beats me <laughs> because it feels good and it's what everybody everybody does it I because mean, as it says in proverbs stolen water is sweet <laughs> dude i don't want to be the only one on my street who isn't doing that yeah you know? i'll be a eaten in secret is pleasant <laughs> I don't know why I made a, a bat sound. All <laughs> but he who does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Why would you want to allow yourself to, you know, be drawn into that business? Man, sign me up to the depths of hell. I'm just, <laughs> you know, and leave people, me there with people are women. so in darkness that they like look forward. They're like looking forward to hell. Like, man, I can't wait to get to hell and party. <laughs> you know, and like man. ACDC. <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, that's a shame that it's not true. And uh, yeah. we're here to uh, let you know the truth is that the world and everything in it is passing away. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. All that stuff is just going to pass away. So why do we allow ourselves to continually slip into that? And, you know, I'm just uh, the same as all of you. And um, we struggle it, with it, you know, and it's it's going to pull us. And every day we're going to be pulled in opposite directions. And we're going to feel like we're getting rent in two. Oh, rent. <laughs> that was a good word. That was, good. That was King James. Um, and uh, we Jeff. feel like that. <laughs> we feel like we have that, you know, that constant tug of war going on. And uh, guess what? At least we have the spirit on one side because, you know, yeah. that otherwise we'd just be drawn completely to it. But the spirit is there fighting us back to the right way. The, you know, the light side. <laughs> I think because we can't see the fight, it doesn't seem as real sometimes. Like, you know, we're so visually oriented and stimulated and sometimes and I don't know I think because we can't see the battle that's going on behind the scenes um, we, we kind of doubt the fact that it's there sometimes and we at least we don't think about it I mean if we saw this roaring lion as Jeff was saying walking around as a predator drooling with you know these huge fangs uh, we wouldn't be like oh can um can I play with the lion you'd be you'd be wishing there was a, a fence there to protect you and um and because we don't see it, I think we, we dabble with it. You know, it's like, oh, feed him a carrot or something. Maybe he won't eat my hand. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we have nubs. And we, we, we realize that. Man, Maybe I, I should, it's like, don't, feed the, don't feed the lions at the zoo. And you're like, why not? <laughs> I'm just going to sit on his back, <laughs> pull so, on his mane. So the moral of the story is don't ever get in a position where you just have nubs left. <laughs> period. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Nubs. No, period. <laughs> Thanks a lot for tuning in. I'm Jeff. I'm Brent. Thank you so much. We appreciate every single one of you out there talking about the darkness that's outside your window. (laughs) Darkness falls upon 
in South Jersey and Philadelphia and the altar line. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Dark man. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're a little goofy. Yeah, just a little good. bit, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to to uh, play some tunes, speak some truth, and be real. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, um, I I know for me, I just sometimes feel feel like I'm I'm dabbling in darkness. You know, not in ways that are like. Not like horrible magic. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't have a you know a psychic business on the side or anything. And, um, but sometimes you know, like we're just tempted, and um, we're tempted with things, and and uh, we're in constant battle. And um, I, I I appreciate the Lord who is there. We've kind of talked about it, but who who can has the has the um, the presence in our lives to be able to to speak truth to us and to say, hey, you know. Um, you're going down the wrong path, and he can save us from that, from that darkness, from that weight. And um, that's the good news. I mean, that's the stuff. You know, why we're sitting here, and we can just joke. We're talking about a topic like darkness, and um, and we can sit here and, and be at peace and have joy. Um, is because we've been freed from darkness. Yeah. And um, even when, even at our worst, now that we're now that we're saved, um, we're still not overcome by yeah. the darkness in our lives. And um, and God's continuing to shine the light in our hearts in those places that he wants us to be more like him. And that's a really cool and exciting thing. There's a verse, well, we're basically just Proverbs all night long. This um, is interesting because this is a lot of times, this is the approach we have to take. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your feet from evil. A lot of times in this world, and, uh, you know, I can, you know, I can attest for myself, uh, we just have to look straight ahead because if we look to the sides, we're going to be distracted. We're going to be enticed. You know, you go down I-95 and there's billboards and you know where they're at and, you know, there you just have to watch yourself because you can't look to the right or to the left because yeah. there it is. There's the enticement of the world staring you right in the face. And, um, you know, there's, um, there's hope. The Bible says... Um, the path of the just is like the shining sun uh, that shines even brighter onto the perfect day. There's a lot of verses that um, are just so powerful and, and great, period. Um, <laughs> that's my word, if you didn't know that. Um, but I just want to continue on um, reading scripture. The Bible says, the for, for the commandment is a lamp and the law a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. To keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let your allure, or her allure, with your eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> verse. And an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Um, and, uh, you know, it goes on from there, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pick it up later. We have a lot of songs left, so stay tuned, keep it locked. Um, Brent, sorry I've been hogging the mic, but um, you look like you have something to say, so don't disappoint us. (laughs) I caught him off guard there. (laughs) You're unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. You know what it's time for? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh Uh-oh, Darkman is back. (laughs) You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about something. That uh, has nothing to do with our theme. Just kind of floated out of the air and f- 
fell into our laps. We're going to be talking about how to recover from social awkwardness. That's our unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds wordy. It sounds detailed. But yeah. believe me. Believe you me. <laughs> I got embarrassed. It's unbelievable. Jeff. I got embarrassed, Jeff, a little bit. Not that I've never done this, but we're sitting here and we have glasses of water. <laughs> we're drinking. And he picked up his drink and went... Uh, and took a drink and went, oh, there's nothing in there. <laughs> but if you were in a social setting or a date or some sort of thing where you're trying to be cool, you know what you do? You play that thing off. Like, yeah, I took a drink of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, mm, delicious air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brent, you had a couple other ones that Dude, I thought were really I, funny. this happened to me like, just this week. It actually happened <laughs> to me where you're, you see in the distance somebody waving and you're like, I don't know who you are, but I'll just wave because you're waving at me. And you put your hand up and you say hi. And someone walks right from behind you and goes, hey, how's it going? And you're like, I am such a dork. They were looking at I me. just oh. waved at somebody and they didn't wave at me back. <laughs> You've been there. You don't, don't act like you're all cool. For those like, of you that drive, you know the uh, the moment when you get to the, you know, the four-way stop and you do the, okay, you can go. And the other person does it at the same time. And you're like, and then... Finally, you're just like, what do we do? <laughs> We're in a stalemate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to crack first? Who's going to be the selfish one? <laughs> and go it's just awkward because you're like, uh, thank you. You just kind of give know. a little smile and a so wave. <laughs> there's just so many awkward moments. There's the tons of other it, ones that the worst we'll think if of it, The worst if there's just two cups next to each other and you pick up the other person's <laughs> cup and drink from it. And you know it's different because they had something different to drink. You're like, oh, man. Have you ever had this happen where you're, you know, you're at... You know, you're sitting at a party or something, and there's, you know, there's no organization, and there's plates everywhere, and everybody has their food and their drink or whatever, and you reach down, and you've been drinking for somebody, it's a cup, and they're like, is that my cup? And you're like, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want some? <laughs> it's just awkward. Like, what do you do? Those moments are unbelievable. I have a friend that he thrives off those awkward moments. He loves it. Like, when you're just like a... Uh, hey, uh, when's the baby due? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many. But, there's uh, the other one where, you know, you've, you've walked around for like five minutes and then you realize and you're in a group of people and then you realize, uh-oh, my zipper's down. And you got to <laughs> do like the, the 180 zip up quick <laughs> then the other 180 to get back in the, in the room without everyone really noticing. How about that, this? You get you know, home. And you look in the mirror when you're getting ready for bed, and there's something in your teeth. Yeah. And you're like, how long one. has that been there? That's a classic one. How long has <laughs> I, have I been like... And you know, you think, man, I must have been smiling more than I've ever smiled in my life. Just because I had something in my tooth, and it would be like, oh, oh no, the person was too nice. But you know what? You know, we could go on and on and on about Yeah, it really has nothing to do with like yeah. anything. And it's not really unbelievable. It's just funny. Yeah, actually, it's... You know what's unbelievable is the extent that we go to try to play it off <laughs> because we're that concerned about know, how we're going to look. Parents. Yeah, our parents. Hey, from now on, somebody waves at you, you don't know, and it turns out somebody else would be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I stole that one. That's for me. <laughs> Start and, uh, arguing with the guy who he's really waving from. <laughs> he's not your friend. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. Anyway, that was our unbelievable. If you have something that is unbelievable, what could be positive, could be negative, could be frustrating, whatever, you can email us at unbelievable at thealterlife.com. Unbelievable is a hard word to spell. Yeah. I realize. U-N-B-E-L-I-E-V-A-B-L-E. Unbelievable. Ding! (laughs) And um, you can email 
Email what it is and why you think it's unbelievable. And you have to go into descriptive detail if you want us to share it on the radio because we yeah. go into descriptive detail. Like one previous person had once uh, talked about Hot Pockets and how unbelievable Hot Pockets were Yeah, and uh, in the past. And we, uh, yeah, like we've had the very first unbelievable we ever did was chocolate brownies mm. for our first show, the pilot of The Altar Life. And you know what? Those things were unbelievable. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, all. Moment of silence for the unbelievable brownies. <laughs> Could go for one of those right now. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. All right, that was Live by Crystal Myers. Before that, you heard Quasimodo by Lifehouse. Thanks again. We're almost out of time. We got a couple more songs for you, so keep it locked. We're here till 11 o'clock, 9 to 11 every Saturday night. So uh, we love uh, to hear from you. Shout out at thealterlife.com. Let us know where you're from, what you're doing, and why um, or how you found out about The Altar Life. We'd love to hear. The next song we have for you is Safety in the Darkness by Kids in the Way. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on The Altar Life. They rock! We're going to be wrapping up our discussion about uh, being free from the weight of darkness. Uh, a couple of verses for you. John chapter 8. Jesus says, if you abide in my word, you'll be my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And then later on he says, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Now follow that up with the verse from 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, he being Jesus, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And that equates to complete and uh, undisputable freedom. From, freedom! Yeah, William Wallace. Yeah, you need, we need that clip. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And we really, uh, you know, in all seriousness, we have to have that approach to our walk. Like, if they take, you know, if we lose our life to be free... It's worth it, you know. A lot of times we're like we we succumb to sin because of the comfort that it offers, because of the ease, and the, you know it's not strenuous or it's not difficult. It's the easy choice, and a lot of times it's like it, you know it costs our life when we sin, um, but we're not willing to lay down our life to be free. <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of like this opposite. Like you know, instead of having the consequence be freedom. You know, and maybe the the pathway is dying to ourselves. Uh, you know, we uh, we allow the consequence to be death by not choosing freedom. Anyway, um, you know, there's a verse again, tons of verses that we can read. John chapter three, famous chapter. Jesus says, "This is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. Jesus has come. He, you know the truth now." And men loved darkness rather than light. Why would you do that? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth, now this is our encouragement, comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Mm. It's just so powerful. Like, it, we love, uh, if we love Christ, we're going to love the light. We're going to love being open. We talked about it before. Um, but the thing is, is that a lot of times it can be the more difficult thing. Um, you know, to the weight of darkness may not even feel like a weight to you. You may feel like, yeah, this is where I need to be. Um, but you know, that's what's, that's why it's so deceiving. That's why the enemy has, 
his pretty packages. And we need to be careful that we're not being weighed down by um, the enticing sin <coughs> and uh, struggle that is um, so readily available to anyone who will <laughs> leave yeah. leave the right path for it. Yeah, maybe if you're listening tonight and you say, man, I, I've been listening to what these guys have been saying, um, and you just feel like you're in the darkness. You are, you are, um, you know, you just feel like you're stuck, and you're like, the light is shining in your heart right now, and it's shining all that stuff that you've, you've been hiding in your heart from in the darkness. And um, the hope here is, is that Jesus Christ has come to set us free. And um, it says, you know, if you walk in the light, as he is in the light, he's going to, the blood of Jesus Christ will confess you from all your sin. And, um, you know, all you got to do is just confess. It says, you're faithful and, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And um, all we got to do is just agree with God. Say, look, I, I know that um, I've been I've been walking that path and I need your forgiveness and your healing. And um, the blood of Jesus Christ will shine the light on the path of our lives, in our hearts, and... Um, relieve us of that weight of darkness that we've been talking about tonight one last encouragement let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Guess what? What, Jeff? The time has come to say good night. Good night. Bye. God bless. Period. Talk to you later. <laughs> but no, we have to say it's a lengthy goodbye. We're not good at goodbyes, so uh, we want to drag it out as long as we possibly can because we don't want to go for the week. Um, yeah. We've been having a good time talking about his word. It's been insane. We've been a little crazy tonight, and hopefully through all the mishmash of... Um, whatever we have said that there has been the truth that um has ultimately been refined you know yeah everything that we said it's going to be wood hay and stubble <laughs> and then all the precious jewels and everything of god's word are going to be preserved and that's usually what our show is <laughs> yeah i know it's like it's like god just takes it and turns it into something something beautiful because not because we're cool but because he's cool that's and right. uh <laughs> you know uh i just want again want to just you know, encourage you guys to just, this is a good opportunity for me and for all of us to just look at our lives and, and take inventory. And, uh, you know, we can be free from darkness and that's a hope that you can take with you. You can take it all the way to the bank, as they say. And, um, Jeff, there isn't much more to say except for Be Cool Cats Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period.